Good afternoon and welcome to Good News with your host, Danielle Smith. Well, you know that Good News is a show where we spotlight groups, individuals, and organizations that are making a positive impact in Pittsburgh. And like I always tell you, we do talk to people outside of the city of Pittsburgh that is making good news happen. Well, you know that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the good news. So what we're doing with this show is we're spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ by telling good news stories. So on today's Good News Show, I am speaking with author Chris Gardner. Now, does that name sound familiar to you? Well, if it doesn't, it will by the end of this interview. Mr. Gardner is the author of the New York Times bestseller, The Pursuit of Happiness. And he has recently released a new book, Permission to Dream. So on the phone with me today for good news is Mr. Chris or Christopher, if he wants me to refer to him as Christopher Gardner. How are you doing today? I am doing absolutely fantastic, and I'm glad to be with you. Thank you. Awesome. It's a pleasure to speak with you as well. Now, first, before I get into the interview, I have to first congratulate you on your success. Congratulations. I got to tell you, I am so excited about this new book, uh, this whole idea of about giving yourself and people that you love permission to dream. There's probably never been a better time in our country's recent history for all of us to have permission to dream. So we're tremendously excited about it. Your newly released book came out on April the 13th, Permission to Dream. Now, in this day and time with we're dealing with a major pandemic, Permission to Dream, tell us how you got the idea to write the book. And do we actually need Permission to Dream? First, let's start with the easy part. Yes, we do need permission to dream. The hard part is giving that permission to ourselves. That's who must give you permission to dream. This whole book, Danielle, it started out as a conversation between my granddaughter and I four years ago, stranded on the wrong side of town in the worst snowstorm in history with no transportation. And we've got to start walking home. And out of no place, this little girl asked me, Papa, what's the difference between a dream and a plan? And that started this whole conversation. And I went at it like, you know what? If this were the last conversation that you were going to have with your grandchild and a whole new generation, what would you want them to know from you? And that's where this whole idea of permission to dream started right there. Awesome. So when we talk about permission to dream, how do people make their dreams a reality? The first thing is you've got to own it. And no one has got to see it but you. My mom, she used to look at me sometimes. I'd have a look on my face and she would ask me, son, are you seeing ghosts again? Yes, ma'am. What she meant was you're seeing yourself do things that no one can see you accomplishing but you. She went on to say, Danielle, well, baby, as long as you're seeing those things with the eyes in your soul, no one's got to see them but you. That was permission to dream. And let me take it a step further. I am so thankful, Danielle, that I got to be my mother's son. Yes. And had a mama who told me every day, son, you could do or be anything. She did not say you could have anything. Yes. 
She did not say you could buy anything. She did not say that you're guaranteed, assured, owed, or entitled to anything. She said you could do or be anything. And for me, Danielle, that was an even bigger statement because if you could do or be anything, all this other stuff will come. And my mother said to me, son, you could do or be anything. That, in essence, was permission to dream. And let me take it one more step further, Danielle. Yes. It wasn't just permission to dream. That was the generational transfer of a dream. My mother was the daughter of a sharecropper in Louisiana. But someplace within herself, she found it within herself to say to her child, you can do or be anything. I'm talking sharecropper's daughter, 1930s, 1940s. Those were not the good old days by any stretch of the imagination. Yes. But somewhere she found it within herself to transfer that dream to me, her son and gave me permission to dream. And that's why right now I've got to give it to a whole new generation. So with the uh, permission to dream with your book, and you mentioned that the idea came out of you having a conversation with your, you say your granddaughter or your niece? Mm-hmm. No, my granddaughter. Mm-mm. Okay, your conversation with your granddaughter. Now, how old is your granddaughter? Right now she is 13 and she's the world's most fabulous <laughs> teenager. Awesome. I know that. Um, What do you want people to take away from this book? If somebody her age has read the book, what do you want that young person to take away from the book? The simple idea that it can be done. I recently made a social media post saying uh, happy birthday to someone who's no longer with us. And I'm talking about my dear friend, Dr. Maya Angelou. Yeah, that's a voice we could all benefit from hearing right now. And I will never forget our last conversation, Danielle. We were talking about struggle. And what she said to me years ago, so applicable to today, what she said was, we have the people for this mountain. And we must be all mindful that there are people who came before us who came up a steeper side of this mountain carrying a bigger and heavier load with little to no opportunity, but they kept going forward, onward, and upward. And still I rise. Take that with you. Yes, yes. Take with you the fact that we are living in what I call atomic time, meaning that everything that we do now must have a heightened sense of engagement. We must be pursuing things with the nth degree of passion. We are right now all living in the same space, Danielle, chronologically, we may be in different places physically, geographically, emotionally, financially, but chronologically, we're all living in the same space. It's something, again, I call atomic time, meaning we're all fighting to protect our health. We're fighting to protect our families. Some of us are fighting to protect our businesses and livelihoods, and some of us are fighting to protect our dreams. It's atomic time. Let's go. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now, you be, you believe that true success comes from enriching the lives of others so that all can still have access to the American dream. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what we're doing about that. That's yes. just something to say. I'm in the process right now, Danielle, of doing a tour. Let's go have me speak at 1,000 upper level elementary, middle and high schools all across America. 1,000 schools. We're kicking it off in L.A. I'm in the middle of doing 100 schools in L.A. right now. Nice. I leave L.A. I'm doing downstate Illinois. Downstate Illinois, I'm going to New York City. And if we make this thing happen right, we're coming to Pittsburgh. All right now. 
We want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, before this thing is over, I'm going to be able to sing that old Johnny Cash tune. I've been everywhere. That's right. Christopher, you're also the chief executive of Gardner Rich and Company, a multi-million dollar brokerage with offices in New York, Chicago, and San Francisco. So tell us about your business. I have been. Let me me back you up on that. I don't know who gave you that information that's dated. I've been retired five years. And let me say this. Okay. It's not working out too good because I've been working harder than I ever worked in my life. (laughs) Danielle. Yes. And doing this, this moment in time right now in my life, is what I'm very comfortable calling, this is my JFK moment. I'll never forget being a little boy hearing President Kennedy ask that immortal question in his inauguration address, which was, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Yes. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to change the trajectory of young people's lives all across this country. And when you enrich others, you enrich yourself. I'm not going to make a dime. I'm doing all of this through my foundation. We've got support from a number of major uh, socially conscious and forward-thinking corporations. I'm not going to make a dime, but the benefit I'm going to get is seeing the trajectory of young people's lives change, okay? I'm going back to, again, Dr. Angelou. We were once having a conversation, and Danielle, did you ever meet Dr. Angelou? No, I didn't. I didn't get the opportunity to. She did not tolerate stupid comments at all. I made a stupid comment once, Danielle. I didn't know how stupid it was until it came out of my mouth. The folks in my hometown, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, were considering naming a street after me in in my old neighborhood. And I said, no, I don't want that street. I want this street. I want this big street right here, the equivalent of Madison Avenue in New York, Michigan Avenue in Chicago. I want this street right here. It was Dr. Angelou who said, you know what? Someplace right now in your old neighborhood, there's a little boy, a little girl who feels lost, alone, and unloved. And they need to know that greatness came this way. Yes. So that's what we're going to do, my old neighborhood. My old neighborhood, Danielle, I'm tremendously excited about it. Awesome, awesome. So I'm flipping through the book since I do have a copy of the book here, Permission to Dream. Chapter 8 says, The Rep, The Rap, and The Rolodex. Tell us about it. The Rep, The Rap, and The Rolodex. Are you old enough to remember that song, the original three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic? Uh, Yes. <laughs> that song was written in 1795. Well, there's a new one called The Rep, The Rap, and The Rolodex, written by yours truly. The Rep, referring to your reputation. Your reputation is either what opens doors or keeps doors shut. You must have a reputation for integrity in your business and your personal affairs. The Rap, you've got to be able to communicate. You can have the best goods, services, or products in the world, but if you cannot communicate, if you cannot rap, you will never sell it. And the Rolodex. And for some of our younger listeners, the Rolodex was the first smartphone. Yes. The big paper wheel that sat on your desk. Remember that thing, Danielle? I I remember that, yes. Okay. All right. The Rolodex, meaning your relationships. 
Relationships at times can be more important than money. They are to be treasured and nurtured at all times. You can be within a fraction of a percentage of price with your biggest competitor, but the person that gets the business every time or gets the opportunity is going to be the person who invested the most in the relationship. Yes, yes. So it's the rep, the rap, and the Rolodex, the new three R's. Okay, okay, I got that. Awesome, awesome. So um, I'm going to move on to one of your other books, and we're going to come back to the permission to dream. So the major motion picture, The Pursuit of Happiness, which starred Will Smith and his son Jaden, is based off of your best-selling book, The Pursuit of Happiness. So tell us a little bit about the story as a homeless father with your son. Did you see the film? Yes, I did see the movie, but I did not know that the movie was based off of your best-selling book until I uh, received your bio information. I had no idea. Well, one major, major difference between reality and the film in the film, Jaden Smith plays my son as a five-year-old yes. for the dialogue. The truth of the matter is, Danielle, at this point in our history, my son was 14 months old. Oh, he was younger. Of course. Okay. He was still in diapers. Yes, yes. That changes everything. So everything you, you just you thought about, when you see that film again, if you ever see any piece of it, just remember, that little boy was in diapers. Mm-hmm. That changes everything. And I have to tell you, I could not be... Uh, more proud of the work that Will and Jaden Smith did. I believe Will did his absolute finest work. Yes, he Our did. Our director, Gabriel Mochino, was absolutely fantastic. And I had a very unique experience. Normally, when you sell the rights to your life to Hollywood, they say, here's your check, and we'll send you two tickets to the premiere. Mm-hmm. It was Will Smith who says no. I need you to be on the set every day because playing you is going to be harder than playing Muhammad Ali. Oh, wow. Okay. His point was everybody knows Ali. They know the stories. They know what happened. They know how Ali reacted. Nobody knows you. Yes. So for 17 weeks of filming, while everybody else was watching him, he was watching me. Wonderful. And I got to tell you. The brother had me down to the point, Danielle, he has to sign my name to a contract in the movie, signed an exact replica of my signature. Mm, okay. Girl, if I ever have a problem with identity theft, know who I'm looking for. <laughs> Will Smith, that's right. <laughs> Will Smith. Go from Westfield, yes ma'am. Well, I gotta ask in this day and time, and this might even even be related to the pursuit, um, the permission to dream, but um, in this day and time, with again, with us dealing with a major pandemic, what should everybody's pursuit of happiness look like? You know what the first thing is? Let me tell you something. If you gave everybody in America, not just the whole world, let's just start right here locally. If you gave all of us permission to dream right now, you know what? We would probably all dream of the same thing, Danielle, which would be, I would love to be able to be with my family right now. Yes. Danielle, I have not seen my grandbaby in a whole year due to this pandemic. Due to the pandemic, yes, yes. Okay. So if you gave everybody in America right now permission to dream, we'd probably all dream of the same thing, okay? I will never forget last year, summertime, with everything going on around the murder of George Floyd and the civic unrest and the riots, I went to the gym, Danielle, 
and there was a little boy riding his bicycle through the parked cars in the parking lot. And he was riding like he was riding in the Olympics. He's just weaving and going in and out of cars and over the speed bumps. And I stopped him just for a second, and I said, let me ask you a question. If you could go anywhere in the world on the bicycle right now, where would you go? He said, I'd ride to Massachusetts to see my grandparents. Aww. Oh, girl, I almost cried. My grandbaby lived in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So if we all have permission to dream right yes. now, that's the one thing I guarantee you that we will all be dreaming of. We want to be with our families. Yes, yes. This book is right on time, really right on time. For this day and let me and tell you something about that, about being on time. This book was ready to go last year. We made the conscious decision, no. We're not going to try to bring anything about positivity and light and going forward out into the toxic environment of 2020. Yes. No. The timing now in 2021 is the perfect time. Well, you'll have to send me a signed copy because they sent me a copy, but I don't see your signature in here. Well, I'll take care of that. No problem. (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, But before I let you go, what more would you like to discuss about the book or what more do you want people to know about permission to dream? This is the time to be doing and daring big things. This atomic time is all that we have with everything that we learned in 2020 one thing 2020 taught all of us is that none of us knows how much time we got left on the clock amen it's time to go to work danielle i appreciate you Oh, you're welcome, Appreciate Mr. Gardner. Now, before I'm gonna see you in Pittsburgh. All right, I'm gonna see you here now. Before I let you go, did you happen to get the vaccination? I got both of them. All right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got one in each arm. That's right. That's right. I'm ready to go, but at the same time, I'm not letting my guard down. down. Yes. Single inch. That's right. Still, okay. still wear your mask. Don't let your mm-hmm. guard down. And I don't do six feet. I do seven. That's right. Seven is completion. That's right. We have to, might have to do okay. eight for new beginnings. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, a, it was a pleasure to speak with you. And again, I just want to say congratulations on your success. It was great speaking with you today for good news. Well, you made my day. And let me tell you something. We need some more good news out here. So you just keep doing your thing. And let's stay in touch. And as soon as we're getting ready to come to Pittsburgh, we could be in touch, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please keep my number. I can put you in contact with the right people here in the city of Pittsburgh. Yep. Certainly All can right. do that. Thank you, Danielle. You're welcome. God bless you. You made my day. God oh, thank you. I'm glad I made your day today. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was my special guest on today's good news show, entrepreneur, New York Times bestselling author and award-winning film producer, Chris Gardner. Now, make sure you go and follow him on social media. On Twitter, he's on there as at CEO of Happiness. His new book out that we just spoke about is Permission to Dream, Chris Gardner. He's also the author of The Pursuit of Happiness. We also talked about that as well. So make sure you visit his social media as well as his website to get more information about him and, of course, to get a copy of the book. His website is chrisgardnermedia.com. 
Again, I appreciate you taking out the time again to listen to Good News with your host, Danielle Smith. If you want to be featured on the show, make sure you send me your bio and your contact information to tvradiodiva at gmail.com. Have a blessed and wonderful Friday. Bye.